1: With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back. It is Beck UL Daily right here on the Beck UL Network, presented by BetMGM. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a football Friday. Yes, it is time to line them up as we go through every week six NFL game. Let's start here with the 49ers and the Falcons, 1 o'clock on Sunday. The Niners are team we're all high on. The Falcons, we know, is our team this year on the Beck UL Daily. They have covered every single game so far. 5-0 against the spread. We're looking at Niners. Joe, five and a half point favorites on the road, back-to-back road games, 44 and a half on the total. So we saw yesterday, once again, no practice for Nick Bosa. So that that is certainly mm-hmm. one keep an eye on. There's injuries here on this 49ers defense. That that is my one pause on this game. I love this Niners team. I think they're built to take care of business here and probably give the Falcons their first loss against the spread. I just wonder about that defense and how healthy they are in heading into this game.
0: Yeah, it's, it's one of those games. And there's a few that I, I like the angles on certain sides, but I am really torn. I don't know if I can completely get there. Now, typically what we see at this point is when you have one team that's uh, remained undefeated against the spread, it's a point like, okay, we're gone, we've gone too far. The numbers inflated. Usually they're the favorite. Differences in this situation is Atlanta is a below 500 team, and they're perfect against the spread. So they're play, They're facing, a, in my estimation, a Super Bowl contender, maybe a Tier 2 level team, and they're getting a bunch of points at home. So it is a very uh, different situation in that sense. I I like how it feels like Shanahan's kind of figured out the East Coast trip and they stayed stayed out there, but you're right. Not practicing on Thursday. Not only Nick Bosa, but also Eric Armstead, Javon Kinlaw, Jimmy Ward. We still don't have Trent Williams back on the offensive line, even though at the time of his injury, he was promising that it wasn't going to be very long. I would like San Francisco, but all of these injuries really give me pause. They, they might be missing close to half of their starters on defense, then I can't say, like, I'm, I want to lay a ton of points because that is far and away the strength of this team. They are the best defense in football right now, and half of that unit might be uh, missing this game. So I, I can't sit here and – I, I would take San Francisco, but, you know, that's barring help. We'll see what happens with the final injury report. I can't recommend this that right now on Friday morning
2: yeah I feel the same way with the injuries with the Niners I do like you know the fact that they have stayed out there they're in West Virginia um it's kind of like camp you're focused you're dialed in um but I just be something about the Falcons you know ATS they are covering their five and oh right so I don't have a strong opinion I think the Falcons could probably hang around I was looking at um, maybe Jimmy G over his passing yards. Um, Some opposing quarterbacks have been able to put up some yards against the Falcons, so that's something that I'm considering um, prop-wise for this one.
1: Yeah, I mean that Falcons defense is the is the weakness of their team, right? I mean they have yeah. AJ Terrell's a good corner, but their talent is more on the offense when they're out there, right? They've drafted Drake London, Kyle Pitts back in practice, like that's where they put their resources the last couple of years. It's offense with Arthur Smith as the head coach, so I could see that. I could, and especially with the way Debo catches the ball and runs, it could be run after the catch to put Jimmy G over his yards. That what's his number, Aaron? What's the pass? Two thirty four. Yeah, that's that's not it's not, know, that's not terribly
2: crazy. high. Yeah,
1: yeah couple big passes to Debo. I certainly can see that one. All right, let's go to the Patriots and the Browns here on Sunday at 1 o'clock. This game is now a 2.5. Patriots, 2.5 point underdogs. Browns the favorite, 43 on the total. I, I love the Patriots this week. I'm, I took them in a tease earlier this week. It's 2.5 now. It was 3. I think they could win this game outright. It just feels like an awful matchup, Joe, for the Browns right now, who can't stop anyone on the ground. They made a trade for Deion Jones from the Falcons to try to help sure up that linebacking core, but I don't know if it's gonna make a difference this week and the Patriots are coming in 50 55 percent of their plays the last couple weeks are running right they're, they're just running the ball down team's throats and trying to you know move along their young quarterback using the run game Stevenson broke out last week I like the Patriots here you get Belichick against Brissette his former quarterback for a little while I, I like New England I'll take the points and I think they could win this game outright
0: I was hoping that we would get a number on a Stevenson prop, but I don't see one yet. And much of that reason, the, the reason probably is because Damien Harris was actually limited. So that, that was right. weird. Earlier in the week, they're saying it's going to be a few, it could be a few weeks. But I mean, these are, these are the New England Patriots playing games with the injury reporter. Is anybody really surprised? So they, they're they not going to post a number until they know who's playing. It'll, If we know if Damian Harris is available, then we'll get numbers. I'm curious how high that number is going to be. Even if Harris does play, maybe it's a a better opportunity to jump on the Stevenson props because if he is designated that he's going to play, that means the Stevenson number is not going to be as high, and maybe it will be in the 50s as opposed to the 70s or 80s. Either way, I'm going to go back once those numbers are posted, and I'm going to probably play Stevenson overs. Uh, the Cleveland Browns cannot stop the run. Dead last in the NFL on defense, EPA per rush. Dead last. Chargers can't run the ball. They did on the Browns. <laughs> they did it to a high degree last week. The defensive numbers have been very, very disappointing. So Belichick as a dog, he's really good. Stefanski as a favorite, he's really bad. So that's something I'm taking a look at. So They said Mac Jones was limited yesterday. Mm-hmm. What do what we I I'm not sure that it matters all that much, but will we see some line movement? With this coming down to two and a half, I wonder if they're thinking there's an outside chance that Mac Jones can actually uh, end up playing in this game. But if it's Zappy, I'm fine with it. Would you rather have Mac Jones at two and a half or Zappy at three? I might prefer Zappy at three.
2: I agree. I, I like the, and I don't think it's out of the realm that you know Bailey Zappi could end up being really good in the NFL and plus even if it is Mac Jones he's probably not 100 so you're probably getting Bailey Zappi or what 80 percent Mac Jones to me it's the same so I like the Patriot side Patriots as underdogs I'm sold in this situation
1: yeah, I think by the time this show ends, we're going to have to come up with an underdog money line uh, parlay for for Sunday and, and maybe Monday. We'll we'll see what games we put together, but we're we're on this. We like the Patriots here. And does it make sense to rush Mac Jones back? I mean, they're playing a team they're going to run the ball all day yeah. anyway. Against, I mean, you know, we we're we've been talking for a week like maybe Zappy could take this job, even if he can't. What's the point of putting Mac Jones out there? You can win this game running it. Then you get the extra right, so they get the extra day. They play Monday night in Week Seven. It gives Mac an extra day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could see Mac Jones back for that Bears game. Like, you know, just there's yeah. no reason. I mean, they, they could probably get through this game here without their starting quarterback. All right, let's go and if the they guys, do get so through Mac-
0: this game, uh, next week on Monday we might be saying the, we might have a repeat of this conversation. If they win this game with Zappy there and they're sitting 3-3 three and three on the season, they're touchdown favorites against the Bears. Like, why make the move? Why are we rushing? You're going to win with probably either quarterback why not wait one more week? So that'll be fascinating.
1: It will. Well, I mean, to that point, if they can get there, right, if they could beat the Browns and the Bears with Zappi, then they go to the Jets. Yeah. They have the Colts at home and they play the Jets, right? Like, they're, they're all of a sudden they could get themselves back in the mix in the, for the playoff race with their starting quarterback mm-hmm. back in there. All right, let's go to the Jets and the Packers. I'm actually really intrigued by this game. I didn't think I would be. Like, when, this, when the schedule came out, I was like, oh, whatever. My Packers win this game by, by three scores. Well, the Packers do not look as good as they were supposed to. And the Jets have some life to them for the first time in a long time. They have some life. I am really impressed with some of these young players they drafted. I mean, that was the the buzz after the draft, right, that they got some special players. Sauce Gardner, I'm not saying he's going to become Jalen Ramsey, but he's the most impressive first-year corner I've seen since I watched Jalen Ramsey, what, what, six years ago. Like, wow. Like That guy just shuts everybody down first pick last week. And then you throw Brees Hall in there. That guy's just running through and around everyone. Aaron, I, I think this Jets thing is is becoming something. I'm still not sure about Zach Wilson, but I like a lot of their players. They're they're kind of spunky here.
2: I feel the same way. And so this game, It I don't know if you guys have ever had this happen to you, but at first glance, I'm like, yeah, I probably am not going to have a play. The more I started researching, then I'm like, gosh, I might have three plays on this game. What is going on? Um, the Packers didn't cover two weeks ago. Green Bay, two and three ATS. Last week, they lost straight up in London. The look ahead on this was nine and a half. And then after what we saw in London, that came down. There's the Green Bay at Lambeau factor, Um, Green Bay in a bounce back spot. So I could see this being a slow game. That's kind of how this Packers team has been playing. It's like they're just not explosive and putting teams away like Packers teams we've seen in the past. Um, But the trend of these two defenses giving up more points – Um, without taking the buy off the London trip. I can kind of see that as a trend that could make sense. I I was looking at the over. I think the Jets do have some potential on offense. Brees Hall, as you mentioned, Joji, he looks really good. I think he's going to be a really good running back in this league. It is a low total. I'm thinking I might look at the over. Um, You could maybe look at a teaser, but after I got burned with my bucks. Uh Packers teaser last week. That's probably just gonna be a stay away. But um Jets team total is intriguing. Green Bay's rush DVO rank DVOA ranks 30th in the league. So I think this could be a Brees Hall game. Over 12 and a half rush attempts. I saw minus 120 on bed GM. He had 17 and 18 rush attempts the last two games. Um Hall had nearly a hundred yards rushing and receiving each. So almost 200 yards combined um, last week. So I'm ultimately decided to go Brees Hall over 83 and a half rushing plus receiving. I think he could get that just off rushing alone. So that was pretty good. He had 197 last week, um, 78 the week before that, 93 the week before that. So um, I think he's just getting more and more opportunity, more and more volume. So I like a breeze Hall prop rushing plus receiving over.
0: St. Packers in a bounce back suggests that they're good. I don't know if they're good. They're, through five <laughs> games, they have a point differential of plus one. The Jets have a point differential of minus two. <laughs> the, the Jets have won both of their games on the road. Are they a little fluky? Yeah, things bounce their way, but that, that's how things go in the NFL. And they're getting more than a touchdown this week. Now, the Jets give up explosive plays. They're dead last in explosive pass rate. You know what the Packers are not doing? They're not having explosive plays on offense. They're not hitting on these deep shots. They need to take more of them. It's dink and dunk. And then also, I think they need to lean on this run game a little bit more. That's what we thought the expectation was going to be. Offensively, that was supposed to be their strength. Aaron Jones is second in the NFL in rushing yards per attempt. He's not getting enough usage. He's 50 in the NFL in rushing yards above expectation. I want to see more of that. They're not explosive with the run game, but they're consistent. They keep moving the sticks a little bit. Um, And the other thing, Aaron, I do agree on the team total of the Jets. I was taking a look at that. I was actually surprised at how short it is. You can find Mm -hmm. like 18 and a half or 17 and a half at some spots. I like that. And that's actually after the London trip. I mean, it's a sample of seven games. But after the London trip, teams that don't take any time off, they do give up points. I wonder if Paul's going to be here on the Jets when we talk about it later on in the contest picks. I prefer Jets team total over, but everything is Jets for me right now. I until I see it, I do not trust Green Bay.
1: I don't either. Uh, I think the Jets feel like the right side, especially if this number's at seven and a half. If, if that's is that you get that kind of number on this game, I if if mm-hmm. there's one angle on the Packers, I do like. And I, I'm going to go off of the way both of you described the game. Jets scoring more points than they're projected to score, right? Their their weapons, Brees Hall. I think it's an over-passing yards game for Aaron Rodgers. The number's pretty low. I feel like it's a buy low on Rodgers' passing yards. If they have to score tw- in the upper 20s to to win this game, he's got to throw it. It's at 241.5 at MGM. 241.5. Pretty
0: low. Yeah, and Pretty so much. if weather's not supposed to be an issue, uh, what, what you're going to hear a lot about in the next couple of days before this game gets going is these trends of Packers after a loss, Packers after a loss. Right. I don't I don't know how that matters. Or under Lafleur after a loss, at Lambeau, this and that. Those are different teams. I, I just wonder if that's really relevant to what we're going to see. So, I, yeah, I'm sure that's why a lot of people are saying uh, bounce back here. But I thought we were going to get to seven or shorter. Maybe we will by Sunday. But, um, yeah, I think Jets is the side. Jets are nothing for me. Yeah,
1: and to throw one more thing on the Rodgers prop. So the Jets are top five in the NFL right now in yards per rush allowed. So if the Packers want to line it up and give it to Aaron Jones and and A.J. Dillon, this might not be the week for that, right? The Jets have been pretty good at stopping the run. So this feels like – I know Rodgers, it's it's been choppy. He hasn't been great. But you mentioned the Jets do give up explosive plays. I feel like the Rodgers will hit a couple of those. And, you know, even if he's not great, two hundred forty one-and-a-half yards for Aaron Rodgers, That's that, I feel like it's a buy low on
0: that. Fair. I can't believe how bad this Packers defense is. It's every week. It's every week, and these are not the best offenses around. It's, a, it's amazing. We, we were told that was the strength of this team. Nowhere near it. Their bottom five in success rate, EPA per rush, adjusted line yards, explosive run rate, it's not good.
1: Yeah, I mean, Aaron's call on Brees Hall is a good one. Brees Hall could run all over this defense. He, he's mm-hmm. been very impressive so far. Uh, I like what the Jets have in him. That It's actually a fun game. I am looking forward to this one way more than I thought I would. Joe, and Joe G here at Hawksworth, Becky UL Daily. On the other side, let's dive into it. The biggest game of Sunday's afternoon slate. It is the Chiefs and the Bills. A lot on the line, including maybe MVP Offensive Player of the Year. Everything about Chiefs-Bills coming up next right here on the Becky Network.